0: Hello friends and welcome to Still No Plan. I'm Autumn Webb and I'm Jordan Granger and I'm, we're all so, we're so <laughs> happy you're here.
1: Just me. <laughs> I have one brain cell <laughs> and I'm running on empty. <laughs> uh, well, how are you doing Autumn? I'm good. It's funny. Normally we just went on this like amazing vacation. I feel like you're supposed to come back from vacation like so refreshed and renewed and I feel like spiritually and emotionally I feel good but then my body is like you're a bitch like why would you do this to us and my body and I'm just breaking down sick so everyone's like you must feel so good like you look so good after your trip but I'm like yeah well I'm sick and I was literally in bed all weekend but (laughs) thanks
0: because I don't (laughs)
1: yeah yeah yeah. And I'm it, excited. Where did you
0: you got sick on the trip.
1: Um. Yes, I know. Well, I think I like, so on the way to the trip before my travel day there, I was drinking a lot all night. And so I only slept for one hour and then I had a 36 hour travel day. So my body was like, you like you're a bad person. And then on the way, when I was with my aunt and my uncle, um, we had one night where we stayed up until 7.00 AM. We literally watched the sunset on the beach at like 10 PM and also watched the sunrise on the beach at 7.00 AM. And then two days later, I had a 24 hour travel day home. And so I think it was like, Ew, like, what are you doing to us? <laughs> and my body's like, now you're finally home and you don't have any obligations. Also, on Thursday night, I'm like not telling this story very well. My brain's not working very well. <laughs> on Thursday night, like three days after I got home, I had four hours of dance. And that mm. was like the kicker. My body on Friday immediately, I was like, woke up at 6 a.m. with a pounding headache and felt awful.
0: Yeah. That checks out. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the trip was great. We are maybe gonna do a whole episode recapping it, but it was very fun summary. <laughs> it was very
1: luxurious.
0: Yeah, we felt great during it. <laughs> the soul feels good. It was definitely well. I think I scheduled mine better than you did because I got back on a Friday and then just like had the weekend to veg. Whereas was like, you got back and like had to do things. Like I literally didn't do anything until Monday. Yeah, And so I think that made a big difference for me. Also, so-
1: I was supposed to only have a 14 hour travel day home. And yeah. then there were so many delays and I wanted to have the weekend and have that time to not work that was my original plan but then I had drama with my with my work so I had to shorten it so it wasn't really my intention but yeah it was definitely shitty planning yeah <laughs> you're gonna go abroad come back on a Friday and have a full weekend for because yeah. <laughs> jet lag and work is like I was awful at work I wasn't very effective and like probably making mistakes because I can't really read that well I don't know I just felt like so so, Sorry, I can't I'm read. <laughs> I'm actually illiterate now. <laughs> I literally felt like that. Like, we've talked about brain fog and jet lag. It feels like brain fog times like 100. a hundred. And also, you were like getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny because we were talking about how on the way there, we did so good with the jet lag. We were just like
0: amazing. Okay. I know <laughs> what you're going to say. And I feel the same way. And on we're the way burning. home, way harder.
1: I think it's because of like the adrenaline because we were excited about the trip I don't know but getting home I thought would be easier and it was like a million times harder
0: yeah I felt the same way I was having a really hard time like we would like sleep all through the night every night and like here I would like wake up at four and then like fall like I was like falling asleep at like six and I was like this is so boring like why are you here (laughs)
1: like why'd you come home
0: (laughs) and it took me like five days to get fully back and I feel like a Broadway took us like one day and we just like we're back and like,
1: we're normal we're it we're European
0: <laughs> we are European
1: but it's funny I think our trip ties into our episode for today because we are talking about we're this idea of January and how halfway point through the year can be like a time to reevaluate your 2023 goals and just reflect on on what you have done and what maybe you need to like change. But when I was listening to our 2022 goals episode, one of our goals was to go on a yoga retreat. And we were like, maybe abroad, like definitely abroad. Like we didn't even have anything planned or booked at all. And we did it. We just got back from it. So I thought that was cute. That is cute. That is
0: a good win. I'm glad we did it. I feel like this year is so busy. And there was part of me that was like, oh, is this the year to do it? But then I was like, if we don't do it, we're literally never going to do it. Like we could think about reasons not to do this every single year. It's what, 12 days. Like we can definitely make this work. And so I'm really glad we did it. I think it was so nice. And I think also to a point that we've made many times, like the fact that we were intentional about what we were going to be doing on the trip and we weren't just going to like drink and be crazy and stay up late, like it was, I mean, obviously we're tired because of travel, but it wasn't an exhausting trip in that way. And so I think that helped, like, it was 12 days and then like a couple days of recovery and then it was over. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm like so thrown off, my brain hurts, like I'm hung over for like two weeks after. It wasn't that vibe. So that also made it really, really
1: rewarding. Mm-hmm. It was just so like refreshing and beautiful and magical. And I'm really glad we did it because, yeah, I mean, I don't think, Realistically, also, like if you're moving to Hawaii soon, like getting to Europe is going to be even harder and even more expensive. And Mm -hmm. so, like, and if I'm like wanting to go back to school, like I just feel like if it wasn't now, like it really would have been never. And when are we going to like be able to just go on a trip, me and you? Probably not for a long time again, you know? Like, it's, I'm really, I'm really glad we did. And it was so fun too, because We obviously did so many trips together, like studying abroad, but never by ourselves. So it was fun to have just me and you time, and to like revisit travel, but like as grown up versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And and you know what I realized also, which we never did, we (laughs) have our list of things to Google still. So (laughs) we can do that in our intro next time. (laughs) Yeah. I was just about
0: to say it was funny going on the trip because before I left, Kai was like, What are you want me to talk about for like ten days straight? And I was like, Kai, I don't think you understand. We can literally talk about like everything and nothing all the time. Like we will talk about I don't even remember what like we talked about, like like nothing for like 20 minutes we had conversations about like the fruits and vegetables that we like eat and oh there was one time where we were just listing every Spanish noun we could possibly think of (laughs) and it probably took up like 45 minutes like we just chit chat like none and, and like I don't I honestly don't remember a single thing that was said because it's none of it is that significant <laughs> we, we just- yow yow it up <laughs> yow, yow yow for days I think like the very last day on our very last meal we were just kind of sitting across from each other we like finally had a break in the conversation <laughs> and we were like
1: oh god like now what do we talk about but that was the last day 10 days in <laughs> pretty impressive I know the last day we were like and we hmm. weren't
0: going on social media so we weren't like fun. like that's not what we were talking about i feel like if we were like scrolling and like gossiping we would have had we would have not had a blank conversation on the last day
1: no and the blank was also we said like it was like it was like 20 minutes and then we were like that's why we have a podcast
0: because <laughs> we like needed a vault for this like war constant word vomit um but yeah, it was very fun. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, do we want to structure this instead of like one of us word vomiting and then the other one word vomiting, like alternating? Sure. I feel like I that's easier to listen to. Maybe listeners, let us know what you prefer. But first we'll alternate.
1: <laughs> do you like us taking turns word vomiting or just
0: one <laughs> <at a> time? <laughs> one, one monologue after the other monologue. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, so my first
0: resolution was (laughs) quarterly resolutions every three months, which I would not say that I specifically did, but I definitely changed what I was doing in the in March, I guess that would be because well actually was that when the um was that when the equinox was or we like talked about this, like going into spring. Yeah, I guess I did kind of do that, but I didn't remember that it was part of my resolutions. But like, we, I definitely had a moment where I reevaluated for spring, like what I was going to do and what my year looked like ahead. Um, So I didn't like write anything down, but I did take a moment to be like, okay, I'm recognizing that like this is the spring change and the weather change is really what's going to encourage me to change my habits. And like, I was a lot more forgiving on myself from January to March and then like a little bit more. Trying to be active and do my things. Following that, so and I think now we're at the six month mark. Like, there's definitely things looking ahead that I'm changing from spring. So, yeah, I actually would say that I have done the quarterly resolution thing every three months and like
1: reevaluated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just like hasn't been as structured as maybe yeah <clears throat> the intention was, which is fine. I feel like it's good to allow fluidity in these goals because. I mean, that, the whole reason for having every three months is because it's really hard to make a goal on January 1st and still be working on that goal or remember that goal, October or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like, what was my first one? I had them all written down my phone locked. <laughs> my first one was to run a half marathon in March. And it's funny because my half marathon, I did run it. However, <laughs> the one that I originally signed up for It was pouring rain so bad that (laughs) me and like Sophie, my roommate that were doing it together, we drove to the race and we just sat in our cars being like, "Mm, we can't do it. We're not going to do it. This sounds miserable. So we didn't do the one we signed up for, but we re-signed up for another one a few weeks later and did that one. So I still did it. Yes. And I was shocked actually. It was like the, one of the gnarliest rainstorms San Diego's ever had. And still 70% of people who signed up for the half marathon did it. And we were kind of like, damn, we kind of feel shitty about ourselves that we didn't, but I can't believe that 70% of people actually did it. Because... Were like the bottom
0: 30%. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I did my half marathon and it sucked. And I don't know <laughs> if I will ever do another one, but I did
0: it. You have to learn. You have to do things to learn what you don't want to do. Also, to your point about running, I feel like if it was a five k, it would be fun to run in like dumping rain. But a half marathon with like sloshy socks—that's
1: the biggest thing. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Was like my shoes, like yeah, that's the biggest issue. It's not about like running in the rain, but like not that long. Yeah, I would. I would have done a five k. I was like, if we did the five k, like sure, you could walk that in an hour, and you would be totally Mm -hmm. fine. But like. I don't know. Half marathon was intense and it's a bummer because my intention was to run it with Sophie, but Sophie started training a year in advance. <laughs> so she was running like a 9 minute pace. And I was running like a 12 minute pace and so then I was alone. And so while I would do like a triathlon or a half marathon or something like that again in my life, I just don't want to do them alone. Like so that was the shitty part. I literally called my dad at like mile six and talked to him for the whole rest of the time because i didn't want to be alone
0: (laughs) wait that's really adorable
1: Uh uh-huh you get to have music
0: can you if you want
1: yes but not for a triathlon you're not supposed to yeah like get disqualified but like i'm not gonna win so
0: it doesn't matter (laughs) um that's cute maybe we can do lava man is that what is that what you did we can make a team Yeah. We could do a team. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so fun. I know. Um, okay. So my next one was modified 75 hard, which was focusing on journaling water and workouts. Um, and yeah, I think I do this and I also kind of do it still to some extent. Well, no, I will say I did journal for 75 days and then I just cannot fucking maintain a journaling habit. I'm sorry. Like I cannot purchase another journal. I have so many journals in my home. (laughs) And I always want to so badly, but I just, I think it would be so good for my brain. I just can't, like, I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. Maybe when I live in Hawaii, something will change. But (laughs) for now, when
1: when we were on our trip, we were like, we're going to journal every day. And we're literally like a week into our trip and we hadn't journaled once. And every night we'd be like, okay, tonight's the night. We're really going to do it tonight. We're really going to do it. No excuses. (laughs) And we journaled one night when we were there. <laughs> we power journaled one night, and I think, like, yeah, I just don't like it. I just, I don't like it because I feel so juvenile when I write. Like everything just sounds like so unimportant, yeah. and like, why are you even writing about this? And I, I maybe if I had a more like poetic prose style, maybe I would but like. Then I feel it. stupid but, like,
0: writing like a poetic. Pr- I'm like, this is also dumb in a different way, like. I hate it. Yeah. Maybe I'll get like a weekly recap, like start doing some weekly reflections, but like daily is too hard and unrealistic. And like most of my days are so boring and the exact same thing. And so I get to the end of the day and I'm like, today I literally did the exact to a T, like Kai and bedtime and wake up time is the exact same. Our meal time is almost the exact same every single day. Like I worked, work was boring, fun, like it's just the same. So yeah, maybe I'll start doing a weekly one, but journaling every day is not for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Two
0: workouts a day. I don't do every day, but I do walk every single day with the puppies, which is wonderful, and then every other day I do a like physical, like something else, mostly pilates, sometimes yoga. Um and I've definitely maintained that. And so that's been nice. I think the every other day thing has been big for me because my brain has a really hard time if I'm not doing every day, doing anything other than every other day because it's hard for me to remember like, was that yesterday or the day before? But like, Mm -hmm. I can't remember like, oh, that was yesterday. I didn't work out yesterday. Like I'll work out today. So I do that same thing with skincare. If there's like things that are like, do it three days a week. I'm just doing it every other day. Like I can't Mm -hmm. do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I don't know. For some reason it doesn't work in my brain. So every other has been good. So I would say- I modified 75 medium went well and I'm maintaining the habits that I liked, which is really the workouts. And then, um, I am not doing the journaling. <laughs> <because fuck> journaling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also setting up 75 hard is really intense and I don't think anyone is expected to like do it for the whole oh, yeah. year. And I feel like working out every other day or like being able to remember that is the same concept we talk about of like you know, you can miss one day. When you miss two days, like, then then it starts to get like tricky, you're like, you oh, know? Is- yeah. So and then you important. might not,
0: you're like, well, I already missed two days. I don't know. So every other yeah. day, it's like, okay, I have my break day and that's fine. I don't work out most days that are my break days. So, like, I give myself that. But then I have my break day. Like, now it's time to do a workout. So that's well, been also,
1: good. don't you go for a walk every day with your dogs? Like, yes, every day you move your
0: walk on, every anyway. single day. So I move yeah. every day. I just Mm -hmm. don't do like a strength thing every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, One of my goals was to pass three moves in the field test for ice skating, and I've already done that, so I already passed. But I have like three more um, scheduled, so I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna pass six this year, so I'm excited. Woohoo!
0: I'm scared that I haven't. Percent accomplishment.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited.
0: Yeah. I love that. I feel like it's so nice to have, like when I ride, we do these like shows and Mm -hmm. I don't get anywhere near placing, but I just, I have this video now that is like an exact replica of stuff I was doing in a video one year ago. And I'm like riding the same horse. So it's really nice to see the comparison. I feel like we talk about hobbies a lot. Don't make hobbies competitive. Like I'm not doing it to win or anything, but like, it is nice to have some sort of parameter of accomplishment like at least if you're programmed like autumn and i are where we're overachievers it it keeps you motivated and keeps you going because it's like oh here's something that i'm like working towards instead of just like Mm -hmm. what is the purpose of this hobby yeah Um, so that makes it not fun for you then don't do that but i do think it is nice to look into like okay i have this hobby like where is something are there like amateur art shows that i could like put my crafts or like whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're doing like finding an opportunity to showcase or like take note of the work you're doing is
1: always nice. I think also me and you struggle with like exter- with internal motivation. And so, mm. yeah, the goal thing, like the tests or like the comparing against yourself, competing against yourself thing is helpful for me because like when I sign up for a test, I know that I have to skate at least two times a week for however many days like leading up to that test otherwise I'm like oh I'm tired I'm not gonna go skate today like I like skating especially you. it's like you have to go before work I have to go at like six and so it's really hard for me to always get myself there not that I don't want to go there it's just like having that little bit of external pressure to be like no we're we have to go you paid for this test like you're gonna fail the test if you don't go skating today Mm -hmm. so it's less of like a oh, we suck. It's more of like a, let's just get there and do it. It's a way to get me there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Um, okay. My next goal was to work with a dietitian and do a structured like food program and sort out my hormones, which I have n- I'm not working with an official dietitian, but I am working with my doctor and I got my IUD taken out to start noticing what my actual hormones do without birth control. Cause I've been on birth control forever Um, and I'm still using other forms of birth control, just not hormonal birth control. I'm putting that out there, (laughs) just saying, (laughs) um, and then I'm also doing, I talked to my doctor and she recommended tracking my food with Noom, which is like technically a weight loss app, but it's a really good way to just track what food you're doing. And they have like programming and lessons in there to start to understand like weight loss and how food is impacting your body. Um, so I'm starting with that to get an understanding of like, just what am I eating? And then I'm going to go from there. And it's really nice. Also with my IUD, I'm literally, I feel like this is not a coincidence. I have lost three pounds since I got it taken out like four days ago. And so Autumn and I were talking about this on our trip. I feel like some of my weight loss was related to my, or my weight gain was related to my IUD, And it just felt like hormonal, like not related to the food I was consuming or like my lifestyle. And I think this is validating that claim. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen from here. But I literally have lost three pounds in four days, which must be water weight for my hormones because I just can't imagine that's anything else. I'm like eating like normal. So Mm -hmm. um, I am working. I'm not doing exactly that, but I am working on like food and taking more notice of what I'm eating and how I'm eating and how that's impacting my hormones.
1: So. Well, so it's like one thing at a time. I think maybe in January, you're a bit over, overzealous. <laughs> with, I'm going to do all these things. Like, but in reality, working with like a functional medicine doctor, a dietitian person, like it takes so long to find the right person. It's really time consuming. Yeah. Like, and I feel like if you know that you have someone in Hawaii and like you plan on being there relatively soon, yeah. I would just wait anyway too. But yeah, yeah, you're taking the steps.
0: Exactly. And that's the thing. I'm like, I have a functional medicine doctor that I freaking love in Hawaii. And I don't really want to start any new care with anyone here. Like I like my, my primary care practitioner here enough to like trust her with these things. And we're doing the baseline things. Like I'm getting, I got my IUD taken out. And then I also take spironolactone, which is also like a hormone dysregular. Well, like it regulates your hormones, but it's not allowing my body to function normally so we're starting with iud and then i'm gonna start tapering down my spironolactone subscript or prescription so that'll be nice because like then when i get to hawaii i will be hormone free and can work with my functional medicine doctor there but i can work with my like actual obgyn to get my hormones down like medically in a very safe way and with her so it's kind of a perfect program but yeah it's very much like baby steps one step at a time um not doing it all which is great that's what I, I have
1: to for. A lot of people want like a miracle cure to like, I don't know, hormonal problems or like PCOS or stuff. But like these things do take time. Like it's not, mm-hmm. you know, realistically having all of that be a goal in like three months is hard. Like you'll probably <laughs> still be working on this in a year from now. Oh yeah. But um speaking of unrealistic goals for me personally, I'm going to (laughs) combine these like five into one. I wanted to have this like perfect morning routine where I would like wake up at five and view the sunlight and take my probiotics and drink my bone broth. And I failed at literally all of those. (laughs) 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 So the daily bone broth, I, I used to be good at that, but now ever since I moved back out of my family, like my eating habits are like way less structured and it's way harder for me to like do all of those things. Cause like, it's not just my fridge. Like there's so much of like, it's a whole family in this thing, you know? So it's a lot everywhere. Um, the morning sunlight is so easy. I don't know why it's so hard for me because realistically, I could just walk outside and like we stay out there. We also have not had good weather, so that's true. It hasn't been sunny. It's literally been cold. I think I saw an article that like San Diego has had like the gloomiest year out of <laughs> all of the states, <laughs> mm-hmm. which no, all, has- out of all of the counties, which is crazy because normally we're known for like being the sunniest. Um, so it's been pretty. Awful here, so there hasn't really been sunlight to view, and I don't want to go stand outside in like the dreary rain or drizzle or whatever the Seattle in San Diego looks like. <laughs> um The probiotics, I just don't have them. I do eat a lot of yogurt, so maybe I'm taking my probiotics in that way. We'll give my, we'll give me a little win there. Uh, I just like stopped ordering them and stopped taking them, and I should probably get back on it. But I'm kind of like Meh. I feel good right now, so I don't really care. <laughs> And the 5 a.m. morning person, you know, whenever I ice skate, which is like two days a week, I do wake up at five. So I guess I'm a 20% 5 a.m. morning person or two out of seven, whatever that equals. But I would like to be, I think something we talked about with Ella has helped me shift my mindset about like waking up at a certain time because I wanted the reason why I wanted to be a 5 a.m. morning person was so I could wake up and have like, do my workout and journal and read and do all of these things. It was very like productivity based and not like just wake up to have a slow morning. And so now I'm trying to shift my mindset to be like, I want to have a slow morning. And so to do that, I'm just going to consistently wake up at six and, you know, I don't have to get ready until seven. So whatever I want to do from that six to seven hour is like, fine and allowed and not just like I think the reason why it's been hard for me to wake up at five is because I know the wake up at five is like so to-do focused it's so like wake up at five to go to the gym I'm like I don't want to do that at all yeah but waking up at six to just chill and like read my fiction book like that sounds fun so I'm trying to just shift my mindset a little bit and be a little more realistic with the timing. And once I feel very good about 6am every day, like even on days that I work from home, um, then maybe I can tweak it back a little earlier, but I think I was a little mm, unrealistic.
0: (laughs) I feel like too, unless you're going to change your bedtime, like you're not going to be, that's how I feel. I'm like, unless I become a 9 PM bedtime girl, I'm not going to become a 5 AM girl. And I don't really want to be a 9 PM bedtime person because like, I like my show at night. And I just think it's like six to your point, like six, having six to seven free to like do whatever you want is still a very big blessing. I feel like you can still do a lot. Like I think in the end, it's like we just don't want to work <laughs> and so we're like let's wake up earlier and then it feels like longer until we have to work yeah but it's really like okay it's nice that you still have a full hour like work is still gonna hit you no matter what so like do what you can in that slow hour and like with the time that you have and i think that's fine i feel like yeah. i think becoming a 5 a.m person means becoming like a 9 p.m eight thirty 30 p.m bedtime person
1: and for me, that means getting in bed at like 7.30 or 8, because yeah. I like to read for a while before bed. Yeah. And so like, yeah, it's kind of just like unrealistic at this point in my life, because I want to watch TV or like hang yeah. out with my family or hang out with a friend or Sean or like see someone. And it's yeah. really hard to fit all of these things in.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I will do a similar one. I had nailed the morning routine down. <laughs> I would say that I also mostly failed that. But I don't really know. I mean, I'd have to go back and listen. I did not re-listen to this episode. So I need to know exactly what I was thinking. However, I do wake up at the same time every day, which is like a good win. I do like read and then get out of bed. Like it's my morning routine is not bad. Um but it probably could be better. But like again, my mornings are nice. I don't need a checklist. We'd, yeah, we're I feel not, like we're better perfect. to who,
1: like, what yeah. do you need to do in the morning? Like, like are Instagram, you trying to add on like ice <laughs> roll and skincare and, and like all of these to do's that don't feel, I mean, they might feel good, but like, it just feels like extra work and
0: mm-hmm. you're not trying
1: to wake up earlier to work more.
0: Yeah. But one thing that I was hoping to do that I have now done is, and I'll loop this into, uh, nail the morning routine. A uh, multivitamin, which multivitamins made me sick. So I started putting them on the, my nightstand and just taking them at night right before I went to bed. And it's helped me one, because it may, like I don't have to be like, oh, have I eaten enough food and drank enough water? And like, I don't have to stress about that in the morning. Because if I don't do it right when I get up, I'm going to forget about it. And then two, because I literally go to bed and it's sitting there on my nightstand. And I'm like, oh, don't forget to take your medicine. Because that's how I have to remember things. And so <laughs> that's been really helpful. I highly recommend ritual. You can take morning and night even though Kai says that you're not supposed to take vitamin B before. <laughs> but,
1: Why? It's not like it's like, I don't know. I guess it's like a shot. slight
0: stimulant. Um, but yeah, so I will do, I will say that's my little, I'll call that my morning routine when is that I have gotten on a multivitamin.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Another one of my goals was to do my yoga teacher training, which I did. And, so, and I talked a lot in the episode about how like, I wanted to shift my mindset from like yoga, not as a workout, but yoga as like a spiritual tool and a way to build community. And I feel like I've started down that path of like learning for yoga as a tool for spiritual needs. And also, like, I made so many good friends in my teacher training program and like feel the sense of community from that group. And so, I hope that we maintain that community and I still keep in touch with them. And that's something that I'm trying to work on now that it's over. Like my new goal, I guess, could be like making sure I still like schedule meetups with them to like practice, teach to each other at the park, or like go to their classes that they teach or just keep in touch with them. Cause I don't want to lose those relationships. Um, I guess that's my January take on the yoga teacher training, but I did it.
0: So I'm proud of myself. Ooh. That's good. I'm very proud of you too. That was an incredible accomplishment and a huge, huge commitment. Like you were so busy doing that. And so I'm very proud of you. I think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I will say, looking forward, one of my goals is to get Pilates teacher certified, which is a much lighter commitment. I talked to my Pilates, like the manager of the place that I go and do Pilates here. And I was like, hey, like just curious what the program's like. And it's like, it's 20 hours. So much, much lower of a commitment. Yeah, it's like six yeah. weeks, like three hours every week, every Saturday. So I was like, oh, that's really easy. The days yeah. don't work for me. So I'm gonna have to find a different program than that. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, that makes it really doable. I can definitely just like do this. Like that's not a very big commitment at all. So I really want to do that before I go to Hawaii because Hawaii only has like one Pilates studio. It's really expensive and hard to get into. And I would love to be like honestly mainly get my certification to teach to like like manage my own schedule and like do my own Pilates classes on my own times. And like, maybe I could like have friends Venmo me 20 bucks to like come do Pilates with me. But I think it would be really great to bring that with me to Hawaii. So I don't, that's just one of the things that I'm like really worried about giving up is like my beautiful Pilates classes that I love. So so it's honestly like the only thing.
1: (laughs) So I think if I get the teacher training, that'll help. I'll be so fun. And I could totally see you and Danny opening up a studio, even though Danny isn't a supplies instructor. I feel like she could bring like the aesthetic
0: yeah, for sure. She also, though, <laughs>
1: like has gotten into the with
0: the Pilates teacher over there. She's also mm. become I have made it contagious and she is now in <laughs> the Pilates game. So maybe she would want to get teacher certified with me too. Apparently, also they do like weekend intensives because it's only 20 hours. You can do like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it could be fun maybe to like go to California for a weekend and just like go to one of the boot camps down there and get certified that way. Like maybe with her. So yeah, maybe like long-term I could open up a little, I just want to open up like a wellness sanctuary there. It's my dream, like a
1: library and a, that's been my goal. That's what I've been saying.
0: Like a cafe.
1: Yeah, like it's uh, my vision for this wellness retreat is like it can be like a hotel that people like come out of town to like stay at, like a luxurious spa resort, but it can also be just like there's functional medicine doctors and massage therapists and in a nail salon that gets like all of everyone's wellness to do's in one place Mm -hmm. for the general community. So it's like double-edged sword. Positive. So we've got to (laughs) work- On just rent buying a whole retail location or maybe a resort. <laughs> the doctors. Sourcing. So these are our like this is a five year plan. We will check in in five years. Class. I would yeah. say it's a ten year plan.
0: Probably ten. Yeah, that's true. Maybe even twenty. Maybe like retirement age. But yeah, like a passion project oh, fifty. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then my last one is. <clears throat> every single day, and I have done that. My Kindle. I'm a Kindle supporter, and I know. I feel like so many people are like, but I love reading a solid book, and I'm like, everyone loves reading a solid book. A Kindle's just convenient. Like, trust me, if you want to read more, get a Kindle because you probably will.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my last goal too. Is my goal was more read 52 books in the year, mm-hmm. um, and I also added on 10 pages a day to nonfiction which I don't do that, but I do read every day and I'm only like one book behind my 52 books a year goal. And so I think I'll catch, I mean, I'm not worried about in like towards the holidays when people take time off and like, I know I'll catch up. I'm going to do it, but it's been fun to like be a little book nerd and read all the time. It's like all I want to do.
0: So. I know, I know. I'm that. That's like probably the goal that brings me the most joy is like becoming a book nerd again. Mm-hmm. That was like a core part of my identity growing up, and I feel like I just lost it. And it's so nice, like, just like all we did in on our retreat was do yoga and read, and we read like five <laughs> books each. And like that's so amazing. It was like so <laughs> nice, and yeah, I just I love that. I love getting back into books. I like want to talk to people about books all the time makes me mm-hmm. happy maybe we'll do another book club episode soon but
1: I was gonna say I think we should because we both read so many books in the last yeah. since our last time we did one that we have to do and we've read so many more fiction books that it will be maybe more we should be like a
0: quarterly book check in like make that a thing
1: mm-hmm. um yeah yeah that's a that's
0: a happy note for both of us to end on because we did it and we love mm-hmm. reading
1: and it makes mm-hmm. us happy yeah do you have any new goals that you're writing on? for the Um, second half of the year? I would say like continuing the hormone
0: thing. I'm very interested to see that and like sustainable, healthy weight loss, because I think there was some unhealthy weight gain on behalf of my hormones. So that's like part of my goals. Um, the yoga, the Pilates teacher training. And then I'm not, I mean, I'm not really putting a lot of pressure on this year because Once July hits, my year is like so absurd. There's no routines I'm going to be able to maintain like consistently for the rest Mm -hmm. of the year. Move to Hawaii, I would say, is one. I mean, ideally we can do that by the end of the year. So, Um, but other than that, no, I'm kind of trying to like find, like I love the reading every day goal because that's something I can take with me anywhere in the world. And like when I'm traveling and everything, that's just like a consistent routine. But other Mm -hmm. than that, like I'm gone like more weekends than I'm here for the rest of the year. So it's going to be a little bit hectic. I'm not really putting pressure on myself to like maintain constant routines. So
1: yeah. I think that's a good, idea. lean into the, to the chaos and yeah. accept that. Like embrace the travel. Yeah. I think for me, my biggest, like my biggest one that I'm adding for the second half of the year is just like basically in the next, you know, a few weeks, I'm going to be like changing Everything about my life, in a way, because I just. <laughs> Basically, like one little one that I'm doing is like ripping my life to shreds. And no, my- like in a good way, though. It's like yeah. all good things, and because of this, I'm going to have to like put my head down and work a lot, and like be. I think I'm just trying to like accept this pace of like slowing down in terms of like I'm gonna maybe not be able to see friends as much and like maybe me and Sean won't be able to like go on as many trips or like just like accepting that that's okay. You know, it's like six months. So I'm going to put my head down and work and like get my shit together and um, I'll come out on the other side a lot happier for it. So I'm trying to, you're trying to lean into the chaos and I'm trying to accept that I that's won't true. have as much social whirl or chaos mm-hmm. and like lean into the chaos of, like working towards my future goals and dreams I guess more so professionally and academically
0: yeah I mean I think that's so important and I definitely it's so interesting like the grass is always greener but there's like obviously in your 20s so much envy for like everyone I think we will probably have times where we both envy each other because you're actually going to be pursuing a career path that like is your life dream and I'm also going to have a lot of flexibility and be traveling a lot. And like, we're going to be living very opposite lives, but they're both really cool, good wins. And mm-hmm. um, I'm excited we can keep everyone updated on our chaotic journeys for the next year.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. I know. I know. We'll have to, I still want to do a whole big, we'll have to do a whole big life update soon, I guess. But we can, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm
0: well thanks everyone for listening and don't forget to rate review subscribe all those things are so valuable to us um and literally we screenshot every single review that gets posted and send them to each other and like cry over them they mean so much to us so if you're like on the fence like they don't care like please write us a review we love it so much it it could be short it could be i love this this it's great like walk to this podcast (laughs) makes me so happy um So yeah, rate, review, subscribe, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.